1: Welcome to the show that's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. There's a 10% discount on your legal fees. Levi's Solicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan, Michael, and Moscow with you on the weekly show where we uh, we dive through Legion United News. We will preview the upcoming games and pick heroes and villains. It's in three parts. First of all, thank you if you um, bought stuff from our merch store for Christmas, keeping this whole silly enterprise going. Nice jumper you've got on there, Michael. Thank you
2: very much. Nice. nice hoodie you've got on there, Dan. Thank you. Do you want to see the back of it?
1: That's very nice. Good for the audio listener there. That one, me, me turning around in the chair and Moscow is waving a scarf. So now we do appreciate it. We really do. merch he's sales. Got it, he's
2: got it upside down, of course, but he's trying his best.
1: But uh, yes, merch sales really, really important to us and we really are grateful for it as well. So hopefully you are providing nice gifts for somebody. Details of the merch on the website as well. Have a look at the squareball.net. Some fine articles on there while Moscow continues to make love to the camera. Not literally. Part one of the show, then. Let's get through the Leeds United news. And obviously, COVID is on everyone's lips in the literal and metaphorical sense.
3: In me lungs. At
1: the minute. It's been uh, in me
2: lungs. How was it, Moscow? Is it all right? Overall, I'd say I'm against it. That marks out of 10 for it? One. One, one out of 10. And okay. that was,
3: uh, wasn't even... I mean, it wasn't too... People say it's like a uh, bad flu. And it is. But it's like flu. There's no flaw to the symptoms. Like for the week, for a week. I just kept feeling worse and worse and worse and worse. So it's like, if you get the flu, you sort of, you feel bad and then it stays Mm. steady, doesn't it? You like that for a few days. Whereas this was just not knowing when I was going to stop feeling worse was probably the the thing about it. Because then there's that consciousness of, well, it's technically a a deadly virus. So if it doesn't stop getting worse, the implications of that seem severe potentially. Mm. But um, I think I was possibly the most hydrated land mammal in the country. (laughs) you still classing classing
1: yourself as a land mammal? Yeah,
3: just about. Didn't grow gills. My um, (laughs) paracetamol stockpile came in very handy. And um, Pat Bamford's goal probably hurt him more than um, anybody else. But that uh, going to bed that night was the first in for a week that I didn't feel worse than waking up. So still a bit I don't feel great now. I've been over it for however long. I've just you talk, sorry. Just you
1: talking about paracetamol made me think about Michael and I want to know your opinions on people who buy like, you know, premium paracetamol products <laughs> and don't just buy the cheapest shit available. These people don't exist. They do. They? they do. Yeah, they buy the expensive stuff even though it's got exactly the same dose in it. Mm. What's, what's your thoughts on those people?
3: Well,
2: well what's <laughs> to say about them? Why why just why would you?
3: Bulls the is it cuz
2: you like is cuz you like showing off? It's not even like having a flash car where you can be like, well, you know, I've got a BMW or whatever. You know, you know, no one's, I'm not impressed if you've got Neurofen. I, I like how
1: triggered you've been by this. I did it on purpose. But, but anyway, let's get back to the point we were making, which is they're carrying on with this, uh, this Premier League malarkey. The midweek games were floated, weren't they, as being potentially postponed because, oh, poor footballers can't play more than once a week.
2: Well, no, it was... They Pathetic. Were, they were saying that we were going to postpone games yeah. potentially because of COVID and all the cases. But instead of postponing the next games, they were going to postpone the games after because they're the ones that Jürgen Klopp didn't want playing anyway. So mm-hmm. it would be better if, if those ones didn't exist.
1: I mean, Jürgen Klopp did have his say on uh, the refereeing performance. Was it Paul Tierney, who was the ref at Spurs? He was on the pitch having a chat with him afterwards,
2: wasn't I he? I mean, in fairness, he did, need, he did need a talking to.
3: Yeah. he did, Didn't he say, I don't have a problem with referees, I have a problem with you? <laughs> I think this is the quote. So I don't imagine he'll get away with that, although he does seem to I think... get away with a lot of things. I think he will. Well, he'll get away with a fine, won't he, though? find him and he'll pay it and it'll be okay.
1: Anyway, yeah, so um, what do you reckon then about the uh, the missed games? Yeah, it, it feels like there is the protection of the TV deal as part of it as much as trying to protect players and the spread of COVID but, you know, that's the natural assumption when it comes to the Premier League, isn't it? Is to be cynical about the commercial aspects of it because that's what it is. It's a big fat commercial beast.
2: I don't think you need to be cynical to see that the commercial aspects are front and centre with it because it just is the case. There's, <laughs> there's no way of It's not a cynicism that is leading you to that that viewpoint. It's the fact that every game gets moved for TV, more or less. And at Christmas, it is every game, isn't it? Haven't Amazon got every match? Isn't that part of the deal? Yeah, one of them has,
3: definitely. And that was the week that they were looking at... I think that was the one sensible aspect of trying to move that round of fixes was it was saying, well, it's a broadcast package, so we can just play them all at a different date. It's a block. But it didn't really do anything to solve... Um, aren't Amazon, bu- aren't
1: Amazon, busy enough at this time of year. Anyway, they would have welcomed the chance to have some time off, surely, no?
2: Yes, it's the same people uh, yep. who do the do the old deliveries. Yep. After yeah, that, after the, then go, after I, then go I and can't cover. Dri-
1: can't drive my van this week because we've got to show leads against Villa.
3: Yeah, if the uh, if those games hadn't gone ahead, then um, everybody in the warehouse got three days off. Yeah, but not going to happen now. Selfish football.
2: I think the bad thing about the games going ahead is that some of them will end up getting postponed and at the last minute, which for people travelling, will be really bloody annoying because someone is going to get... I'm just looking at the fixtures now. I mean, They do try and make Boxing Day fixtures vaguely close, don't they? But I mean, still, like Norwich to Arsenal. Norwich and Arsenal is still a fair distance. Wolves, Watford, Villa, Chelsea. There are some fairly distant, some fairly, you know, long-distance journeys in there and someone is going to have to travel on Boxing Day with ship public transport to get halfway to Birmingham and then find out that the game isn't on.
3: They needed to box a bit cleverer We're talking a bit about this on the match ball, but instead of cancelling all the games, which it seems medical scientific opinion is it won't actually do anything to to stop footballers getting COVID or not, it's not the circuit breaker won't work in that sense. To try and think of something cleverer, either in terms of when games are called off, and say like the day twenty four hours before the game is your last chance to say we can't fulfil this fixture for these reasons, and then if you have some problems on the day, then you just got to deal with it, call up your under 18s, whatever, find a solution along those terms. Or if it's some better testing that is, the way I was talking about it with them, I think it's the NFL are approaching it of doing more testing. So they're testing players more so that they can get them back quicker. So instead of 10 days of isolation, it's two negative tests inside 24 hours and they'll, bring you back and doing more detailed tests to find out if the players are actually um, a contagion risk or not so that's a way of doing it of, of uh, you can bring players back sooner by testing them better and more often and then the other aspect is just get these holdouts vaccinated because there's the story in the times today that henry winter has pointed out that leads players because of the experiences of rob price the club head of medicine who lost both of his parents to COVID. They've all listened to him and they trust him and they know the way that he's look, he looks after their health. And so Leeds has all but a 100% vaccine uh, double jab and boosted. It's somebody just waiting for their opportunity to have the, the booster. That's the only reason it's not um, everybody. But then at other clubs, what is happening is it's not even people getting COVID. It's players who have not got vaccinated having to isolate because they've got a close contact. So, yes, it's a a choice. People do have the personal choice not to get vaccinated. But then I don't see why the repercussions of that choice should be, for example, a Watford fan not being able to watch the game against Wolves and losing money on the hotel and travel, transport, all the things that go along just because Billy Bollocks in the dressing room somewhere has refused to get vaccinated, even though they've probably got access to the kind of medical advice and assurance and care that any ordinary person on the street would absolutely beg to have. So under those circumstances, I think, well...
1: Why are we being... It's like like the fixture against Arsenal. Why are we being penalised for the choices of others? Which, like you said, you know, we don't need to get into it. Not interested in your opinion on vaccines or whether right or wrong is a choice. And if you choose not to then
3: we should just... We are,
2: a, we are a fully vaccinated podcast. Yeah,
3: we are. Um, and we we crack well, on. The
2: Moscow's not at his stretch though, because you had to delay. Um, I was 10 days you were diseased.
3: Uh, short before I went to that uh, um, super spreader <laughs> event. Um, and now I have to wait until... Are you going
2: to name and shame the filthy people who got married?
3: No, bless them. But um, <laughs> I mean, I suppose as a public service, it does show that um, the vaccine will protect you up to a point, but it can't stop you from getting it but i wonder what it would have been like because you could feel in the symptoms that i had that there was something more than just a bad cold going on there's kind of a a real physical bodily feeling of these waves of physical illness that are beyond what i would appreciate enjoying normally so i am looking forward (laughs) enjoying (laughs) really interesting experiencing normally so i am looking forward to getting my booster on them the 30th and i don't understand why Footballers in particular would not want it. When I mean, the poor bastards are full of salt and caffeine anyway to to get them playing matches. Pumping uh, them full of
1: horse hormones and shit. Well, exactly. Not they don't do that, by the way. Well,
3: you know, there is there are all sorts of monkey um, (laughs) glass treatments that footballers go through to get them, you know, to kill the pain and get them playing. And I don't understand why this particular
2: because no one on Facebook has ever told them that they shouldn't have those things
3: yeah and yeah so it's you know if that's the way they want to be but I just feel too many people are paying too high a price for their decisions at the moment and that's not fair and uh, we had Angus
1: Kinnear Leeds United CEO talking about this uh, in the Times as mm. part of the, their coverage of it doesn't write in the programme anymore not good enough for him now Times only it's probably for the best
2: in, <laughs> given yeah. some of the, the, uh, the stuff in recent
1: no, weeks uh,
3: no gags about Pavel Chubitsky in uh, in this column Mm, it not was on the head for the national audience. We've
2: not even, not, he's not even in the notes, is he? But yes, he's got a four-year ban, hasn't he? Well, he already had a four-year ban, oh, is that uh,
3: Pavel, but um, he has now been convicted on appeal of match-fixing. Uh, well, to be fair to him, he got booked and the allegations were that, um, well, the facts of the case, as tried out that, and as they've all been convicted on, was that 27 betting accounts opened the day before that all put money on Pavel Chbetsky getting booked in this game. And it would have been his third, it was his third booking of the season. So statistically unlikely. Um, At the same time, he was loaned 25,000, the equivalent of 25,000 pounds, which his argument is that he paid it back with interest. So you could hardly describe it as a bribe. What, you know, why would he be involved in this if he gave the money back with interest? But then the way he explains why he needed the money was gambling debts. He's been a gambling addict since he was 18. And I think my view of it is you kind of join the dots together. that These uh, uh, also convicted match fixers and betting syndicates who loaned him this money to get out of one debt basically said, well, you also have to do X for us as well as paying this money back. That would be, seems to be what's going on, but he's not a happy chappy old um, Pavel. He's uh, convinced that the Swedish FA are making an example of him, and that he's he maintains as well that he's completely innocent, that he did absolutely nothing wrong, and the four-year ban was actually imposed on him after the initial trial that found him innocent, um, because there's no actual like evidence of a contract in place between him and these people. But then the prosecutors appealed and said, and the the higher court uh, decided there's enough circumstantial evidence to convict him but he was already banned for four years and the uh, worldwide as well and he maybe has a case to say that's unfair and certainly has a case to say that somebody should have helped him at some point because he's lost millions lost his girlfriend he so says his family don't trust him anymore and he's now 27 so you're talking nearly 10 years a gambling addict while being a professional footballer and nobody has managed to uh get him out of that hole until I wonder how many of those years now. were
2: spent with a gambling firm on the front of his shirt
3: well yeah exactly so there's a lot to be said about the sort of the the culture of football and how it, it lands hey don't worry it'll be kids crypt- like him into these situations it'll be banned
1: soon and it'll all be crypto don't worry <laughs> talking about people making um, an example of other people we've been charged by the FA just to uh, tidy this one us? up us us, yeah, us personally yeah, for bringing the game into disrepute yeah, um, fair enough see so what them,
3: we said about Gabby Aglomar? yeah something like that was it them, was it the 5th of December
2: episode? That's
1: 32 minutes in. Yeah, something like that. I think it's 2nd of December. 2nd of I think December it was. yeah. sorry. Yeah. Anyway, League United FC has been fined £20,000 for a breach of FA rule, blah, 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 blah. Chelsea, 93rd minute, etc, etc. We admitted failing to ensure that our players conducted themselves in an orderly fashion when they surrounded the match referee and accepted the standard penalty. There must just be a certain amount of resignation when it comes to this. Like just fucking admit it. Pay the fine. Make it go what, away.
2: What is the point? Because... I know if we were fined twenty thousand pounds, it would be an issue. But to like, a Premier League football club, it doesn't put anyone off. It's not. It? It's not in any it's, way, it's shape, not, or form
1: a deterrent. I mean, you it's saw, not you a saw... deterrent
2: or a punishment. And it's just basically going. Just give us some money. You don't. Just give us some money. It's yeah. literally like us being fined like twenty pence. You'd be like, all right, fine, whatever.
3: If Bielsa goes into the changing room and says, "Your behaviour has cost this football club twenty thousand pounds," it's not really going <laughs> to going to work, <laughs> and is it? It's ju- the whole
1: it's just mental, isn't it? I mean, like we we we've seen all the clips
3: of Chelsea doing exactly
1: the same thing in exactly the same game, but did that cross the threshold of the referee getting a bit annoyed by it because it was a bit early run in the game? Maybe not. Maybe that's the difference between Leeds and Chelsea in that game. He just mm. wasn't as annoyed at that point as Leeds were later on. Fuck objective standards. Just do what we want. Make it up as we go along. Whatever. Well anyway,
2: done. £20,000. Enjoy, we
1: enjoy your stupid £20,000.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it'll never happen again now. That's good. Well done.
1: Right. Um, on to other matters, other joyful matters. Injuries. You're out, you're out. Should be back soon. Hopefully back soon, but we don't know. Clash of Bones. Rafinha, is he alright? Hope so. I don't know. Cock, don't... <laughs> back to his best. Jackie, dead leg. Done. Next.
2: I mean, we don't really know, do we? We don't know if Jackie's... Dead leg, you, you can be back fairly quickly from that, can't you? Or you, yeah, or you can be out longer. I mean, they tried
3: carrying on, but
2: Rafinha's was a dead leg against Man City wasn't it when Fernandinho clattered him but that was obviously a more yeah. Really. that was that was towards the hematoma wasn't the, it as the well? top end
3: of a dead leg yeah he thought he's, uh, he was worried about them chopping his leg off at one point wasn't he I think that's a yeah that never that, that
2: never occurred if, from anyone punching you in the leg at school did it if they had chopped well, his leg off did you see the photo of his bruise no no but I'm saying it was worse than like a standard
3: yeah.
1: dead leg if, if they had chopped his leg off I'm fairly sure he would have picked up that leg that they removed and then beating somebody to death with the soggy end of it. Probably ben Fernand- White. Nadine. or oh, Ben White, yeah, to be mm-hmm. fair.
3: Take everything out on Ben White.
1: Anyway, look, it's um, January in another week and a half and the transfer window is open. Are you excited about that? Because it looks like we might be going into the
2: market. Shall we do a live stream for the full <laughs> month? Uh, how's that going to work? We just never sleep. We'll just speculate about these transfers. Like footballers just pumping ourselves full of caffeine. <laughs> just keep going with it. We'll get a ticker along the bottom of the screen. Countdown clock alongside it, maybe. Yeah,
1: mm. not not the countdown clock as in did it, did it, do no. But like a like a Sky Sports News type one. Yeah, but yeah, we might sign some players. Why is Lewis O'Brien at Huddersfield being linked? Still, I don't think we're ever going to go back in for him, are we? To make a point, <sighs> just because
2: they can't think of anyone else. Do
1: you want that lad from Juventus, though.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, we're not. Was getting it him.
1: Western McKenny Is his name? Yeah, that's a
2: good name, isn't it? Yeah, we're not getting him. Why not? Because he's at Juventus. Why? Uh, too expensive. But, but we we got somebody from <laughs> Valencia.
3: Yeah, Juventus aren't that good.
2: Yeah, I suppose not. Uh, I don't know. I don't, is he any good? He's apparently.
3: Yeah. It's not really worked for him in Syria, but quality midfielder, a Where's USA international. The,
2: where has the link come from? Because I, I did see the this media. Yeah, it didn't seem to be any The internet it seems to be any kind of basis for it whatsoever. Have you heard of the internet? It's very
3: much like. Did you see the links uh, saying that Rafinha is going to sign for Bayern Munich? No. Well, that's been talked up forty million pounds, and I think. Uh, forty million. Well, this is the the key ingredients. Which player do Leeds fans really like, mm. Rafinha? Which club do they not like at all, Bayern Munich? And what fee will really aggravate them, forty million? So let's say
2: it's like Phillips to scum for forty million. Yeah, exactly. Same same deal.
3: And they were uh, scum. Sent Tony Colton to watch Ilan Melier in the Manchester City game. Did you see that? And uh, I don't think he reported very well because he let in seven. So fair play, Ilan. I think for. Um, Playing himself out of a move Taking to Old him on Trafford. The team, yeah, he's, he's done very well. Yeah. It changes the context once you realise the subplot. Um, but, um, I don't know about. Uh, I know why you know still in for Lewis O'Brien. Talking about O'Brien, the the internet,
1: the internet reporting these things. The internet is also reporting that we're, we should bring people back off loans mm. to uh, to fix our injury right, crisis. Ryan
2: Edmondson is the man.
1: Bogus McAlmon, Leaf Davis not getting a game at Bournemouth. That you know, according to speculation, that's getting cancelled in January.
2: Yeah, I mean they they're the only ones that would potentially come back and play you would imagine because although McAlmont, I mean he's he's playing in League One Would you
1: want to come back to Leeds in January when you're in Ibiza if you're Mateus Bogus?
2: It looks like he's having quite a nice time as well he'd be going from playing in Ibiza to probably being on the bench at Can Leeds, I probably. can I hang around on a yacht or do I have to go gaze at the River Air in but winter? I mean the squad at the moment is at the point of like probably would like some defenders like Leif Davis would have played the other day if we actually had him still because nobody else has he's kind of used him a bit, hasn't he, in the past? And even though he's not getting a game at Bournemouth, he's, he has more experience than most of our players, That well, all the players that were on the bench. And also, we would have, I guess we'd have put Dallas to right back and he'd have gone left
1: who's, back. And, um, who's playing in the 23s then, if we've got all the 23s in our first team? Is it the 18s who are playing in the 23s?
3: Well, there was an interesting, they drew nil nil with Everton last night, as we record on, uh, they played on Monday night, and were really good. And in the second half, uh, Jack Jenkins, the midfielder, played right back, and Mark Jackson, manager said that was because we also wanted to have a look at him as a right back. So there's another option. So I don't know if we're, we're drastically trying to retrain some of the under-23s into mm. different positions or if it's just for um, you know general purposes. Because I think you know we do try to move them around and put them in different positions to see how they get on.
2: Bit of a kick in the bollocks for Cody Drama. <laughs> Seeing him play one game and <laughs> one, be like, Jack,
3: yeah, give it a go. Give you a go next.
1: Have you, uh, did we decide if, if Jack Jenkins, was he a budget jeans brand or... <laughs>
2: Was he uh, a youthful perfume? He sounds more budget jeans to me. Yeah. I think. Like a Sainsbury's own, Sainsbury's doing like a spin-off yeah. denim range. Yeah. The Jack Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> they do the uh, denim jackets too. Uh, actually, I think
3: if between <laughs> bringing any of these players who are on loan back, I think we'd be more likely to be putting Jack Jenkins in than McCalmont because Bielsa said when he was asked about this, we made a choice in summer as to which players can help and they stayed and which players can't help us this season and they've gone. But unless they've got a lot better while they're away, we'll be sticking with the players that we've got.
1: Alfie McCalmont, isn't he doing some one-on-one training with Paul Butler? And there is a one-word answer yeah, to this. So. There's a one-word answer to this. Um, yes. Correct.
3: I do feel better.
1: One for 90s uh, <laughs> indie pop fans. Uh, if not, just Google as your friend. <laughs> That's all I can it say. It took
2: me a while to get there, but yeah, yes.
1: Um, the women... Uh, their match County Cup match against Park Avenue Brafford Park Avenue called off due to the nasty weather sort it out Brafford Park Avenue that's all
3: I can say Was it an away match?
1: Doesn't matter think does so it? yeah <laughs> didn't, okay. fancy, they didn't fancy the weather did they? That's, we, we
3: know that that's probably an established fact At least it's an original way of uh, calling a game off instead of crying COVID Klopp could learn he should say that the, uh, the Anfield pitch isn't good enough Hey, Talking about um, cups FA Cup no replays third and fourth round I mean fourth
1: round obviously not going to be a problem no. Uh, third round replay would you like to have seen us bring West Ham back and uh, and lose <laughs>
2: Helen Road well in these days of it being hard to get tickets it's nice it'd be nice to have more games wouldn't it so people can, get, that can is see true. us um, but yeah we might have to just wait for next year
3: this is the interesting thing about the whole um, FA Cup fixture and COVID and also the transfer window these things all kind of work together because we only have two league games in January uh, not counting Burnley. So once Burnley's out of the way and then we don't play uh, another Premier League match until the 16th. So if we are talking about bringing somebody in to help us out of this mess and some time to get them up to speed, if we sign somebody on the 1st of January, then we don't have to actually use them until the 16th and we only need them once more after that against Newcastle and I mean, I might play against Newcastle and we'd still win so there is a a little bit of more of a rest coming in january to also recover some of our players which is then that's the the yin of the yang of the of whether we go and spend a lot of money on americans in italy in january if we've only got burnley who will beat west ham and newcastle who will beat to play in january after a month How many players might be back fit by that point? We could be over the injury crisis. Well, it's funny. I mean, Calvin Phillips, nobody knows um, whether he's actually been operated on or what, least of all Marcelo Bielsa. But when he was originally injured and they said he's going to be out for about two months, it was the start. It took us to the start of February, which was when we play. I think I worked out he could be back for Aston Villa away on the 9th. The Wednesday would be close, but possible. And then we're away to Everton. I don't that, think Calvin
1: has played in any of the last three games we've played against Villa, has he?
3: Maybe he's uh, frightened of uh, Tyrone Mings. Well, Sam Byram's, Sam Byram's put him
2: in his place now,
1: so that's true.
3: he'll
2: be uh, he'll be a bit more meek.
3: But the, I guess the upshot of that would be that he misses then Burnley, West Ham, Newcastle. And that's not too bad. And so that almost gets you into that frame of thinking and that would be Bielsa's argument of like, do we need to sign somebody? Yes, we do. Whereas I think we probably could do with somebody, but you can see where there's the tension there of um, of whether it's... Um, Please, can they sign someone? A short-term <laughs> or a long-term. Please sign somebody. It's all I want, something new and shiny. Well, then out. they'll hardly play because Calvin will be back fit by the time before you even blink and then, um, as will... I mean, if Bamford and James and Stroik are in the running for Boxing Day, then they're certainly in the running for January, aren't they? So it's going to be... It hadn't occurred to me until I started talking just now, but January does actually give us a fighting chance because we're not playing very many games. And I, th- I think the best thing for Leeds United at the moment <laughs> is to not play. Is to just really not play very many games. <laughs> the fewer games we have to, to play, the better.
1: It's that time of year, isn't it now? Right before Christmas, when things kick into action for a lot of people and they start buying Christmas gifts. Are you done panic buying season? Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> very... Very much recognised by a lot of people. If you are looking for a gift, by the way, The Athletic, get them a gift subscription, that loved one in your
2: life who you've left until the very last minute. Give the gift of Phil Hay. What could be better?
1: Theathletic.com forward slash the square ball to take advantage of our 50% discount if you do need a last minute present idea. And we've got one more show to go this year with Phil, this week's Phil Hay Show, just pre-Christmas. Show's taking a break um, between Christmas and New Year as are we on this one, apart from doing all the match balls and all that sort of stuff, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, isn't it? It's going to be fun, festive season.
2: Uh, yes, and hopefully Phil can give us some level-headed opinions
1: as opposed to ours. Yeah, theathletic.com forward slash the square ball to check out the uh, the very latest discount there if you want to get that last-minute gift. Otherwise, we'll be back with the Phil Hayes show later this week and in 2022 as well. Part two of the show brings us the Liverpool preview. You are looking forward to this then on Boxing Day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's getting quite hard to uh, to look forward to football at the minute isn't it given that we've had these three defeats on the bounce for the first time since Bielsa took over but also because it hurts
2: it's going to hurt is this game I think I don't see the hurt ending
1: I mean the only slight glimmer of hope is that they've got Robertson suspended you don't know what the Covid situation is going to be oh and... the
2: ravaged I imagine
1: mm.
3: and well Van that. Dijk could be missing because he tested positive didn't he
2: Van Dijk and one of the centre back was injured last year for Liverpool, and Jurgen Klopp never fucking shut up about it.
3: Well, this is, it and I was listening to uh, the Guardian Football Weekly, and they were trying to work out why Chelsea haven't been playing very well lately, and they said it's well because Kante's not been playing. And right. That's one player. Yeah, I know he's a very good player, but it's not one ten player. players, is it? It's not ten players, and it does kind of these things kind of put into context a little bit where leads it at, because as well with the squads that these teams have. The difference between Van Dyke and the next defender who t- fills his place at Liverpool shouldn't be huge. And the difference between Kante and the reserve for him at Chelsea shouldn't be huge because they've been in the Premier League for decades and built the squad and spent all the money. When you are in your second season out of the championship, it's not that surprising that you back up for Calvin Phillips, who is, you know, an internationally established, um, played in a European championship final midfielder that your backup for him is going to be a big step down in quality because we've not been out of the uh, championship long enough to be able to spend big money on reserves. So why the hell can we still... I mean, we actually gave Arsenal a game in the second half despite having 10 players missing, and yet Liverpool don't have Van Dijk and the soul. Oh, we may as well not even play. I think they'd probably prefer not to play, don't you?
2: Well, it's a disgrace, isn't it, that only that Liverpool and Liverpool alone have to play these games.
1: Imagine Tuchel's being moaning as
3: well. So good, yeah, because they wouldn't let him have their um, their game cancelled because of COVID.
2: Go back to the really old days when when you used to play a home game on one day and then again the next day, just do the double head, the old fashioned double headers against all, the same team. It was, team. Uh, it was Christmas, wasn't it? Christmas I mean, yeah. and Boxing
3: exactly. Day. They would do it generally, but Christmas and Boxing Day in particular, we'd play the return fixture. So,
1: could you imagine um, going to football on Christmas Day? I know we've kind of got the tradition of Boxing Day. Mm.
3: There, was, there wasn't much good on telly in there, the 1930s. I think that was part of the reason. Um, but yeah, I would like to see Jurgen Klopp's reaction to being told. Are you telling me
1: you'd prefer to watch Jurassic Park than go and see Liverpool versus Leeds on consecutive days?
2: Um be a lot of goals. probably be a lot of goals in them if we've got the current team. Um, I mean, there's an argument with this game, I feel like, which we've criticised managers were doing before is completely writing off games but I do feel like there's a it's quite ha- a, it's quite arg- hard
1: to make an argument against that though isn't there's, it to like where we're sat today there's an coming.
2: argument to say don't play Rafinha don't play <laughs> basically anyone who's going to be in the first team who is fit just give them a week off mm. well a, a, it's not a week off because we are playing on the 28th <laughs> but give them give them a rest for this game
1: in fact that is a really genuine concern is that because the cards cut off after Liverpool don't they so we need mm. Rafinha to not get booked because we don't want him to miss the next game that is very very important because we could do with all hands
3: on deck, really. And, and Moscow was saying no. in
2: the first part how losing 7 nils is really upsetting people. Imagine if we lost 10 nil. <laughs> imagine how cross people would get them.
3: As a target, lads. Because <laughs> if we're talking about rushing Patrick Bramford back or even just bringing him back, is it, what's the bigger benefit? Get him in the team for this or give him a few more days off and bring him back for Villa? The other thing as well is it'll take Joffie's shirt and nobody's going to be happy about that because we have that weird uh, contradiction where we really want all our first team players back, but we also really want Gelhart to play. So Pat Bamford coming back is probably the best thing that could possibly happen to Leeds because even when we would we before the, the injury crisis, defense was doing all right, but we weren't scoring enough goals. So we need Pat, Pat Bamford back. We have, we have to, to unleash Joffe in but Liverpool. He's in Liverpool, so that's true. Oh, I'd not considered the, uh, the home Home game for me aspect Yeah,
2: do we know his um, allegiances?
3: Wigan. Yeah, he's not,
2: he, no one from is a Wigan fan. They've got two they've got two, they've well, got two he... proper teams they can support yeah. there. I'm sure I know he I know he was there as a, as a youth player, but there's no way with that accent he's has he he's looked out of his bedroom window as a child and gone, Yes, Wigan. That's <laughs> that's where I want to go.
3: He may be uh neither. There is a report from twenty nineteen where he says that both Everton and Liverpool have snubbed him three or four times, he said to Wigan's official Website. So maybe he hates them both.
2: <laughs> well, we can hope, can't we? Can he play deeper, do you reckon, Joffy, Or can Bamford do it?
3: Because Neither. Just play Roberts. Don't get silly.
2: Well, I'm not surprised you've said that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't is, have a question. It, is it not worth a go? Bamford's first touch is awful. Is it? Yes. We've oh, okay. seen it like earlier in the season, we highlighted this. Did we? Because everybody's been on about we should play Bamford at ten, but the number of times he fails to just trap a simple I actually, pass. I actually
2: think Gellhart be.
3: Well, everybody says that maybe. about Gelhart just because he looks a bit like Wayne Rooney, but he's never played there, and he never does. Green and everybody because Greenwood's mm. taller. Everybody assumes that Greenwood is the centre forward, but he never plays there. So the, after a while, you start to think that Bielsa and Mark Jackson, who keep putting Gelhart at nine and Greenwood want, at ten, I just want players in the team. Something um, about it. Well, it is true. Like, how do you get because it's more difficult when Bamford comes back that he's going to take the shirt of a player who actually really does look up to mm. Premier League standard whereas bless him Cody Drama I think needs a bit more time and work you'd, you'd probably say the way he played against Arsenal you want a first team a player back but there's kind of a, a weird I think the fewer teenagers or kids <laughs> that we have on the pitch at one time the better so it's not really the time for shoehorning Galhart in just so we can admire its chubby little <laughs> ginger cheeks those rosy
2: those rosy cheeks
1: I've obviously. got um, a question for you then about the parameters for this game and they are how bad can this get all the way through to how good could it be what's kind of your what are your bookends for this game because we've obviously lost 7-0 to Manchester City this week and Liverpool beat us a, a fair old canter 3-0 at Ellen Road early this season so bad versus good where will it land <laughs>
2: I cannot imagine we win this game under any circumstances. I've got to be honest. Short of them having someone sent off really early, probably Mo Salah, because I think, well, if he's on the pitch, we'll probably lose because <laughs> he's just ridiculously good at the moment. He scores the same goal every single week and no one can do anything about it. He gets the ball, he cuts inside, or, or shoots it across goal and everyone's like, fucking hell, it's good, isn't it? He? He's, put, he's
3: put it in again. <laughs> Talk Sport tell me that Joffy is a Liverpool fan. Okay. So he should play in this game, score a hat-trick against them and we'll win. He'd love it, wouldn't he, if he scored against Liverpool? Definitely. Mm. I mean, he loved scoring against... Uh, a fairy tale. Chelsea. It was um, probably one of the best interventions Tyler Roberts has made this season is not the beautiful assist, but just that one hand he kept on Joffrey's shoulder, just like, don't go in the... Fa- calm down. He really <laughs> need He was off like a little um, meteorite into the stand if he hadn't just been kept uh, under... Uh, put reins on him. <laughs> <laughs> a retractable lead. Yeah, like a... a- An errant dog. Um, We could win. I mean, if we... Could we? The Chelsea game... Feels unlikely, but... ...says anything could happen because we're really good in that and they're supposed to be good. And the other thing is because Andy Robertson is suspended and this goes back to that thing about why the so-called big clubs can't cope when you take their good players out. They rely on their wing-backs so much. I don't know who plays instead of um, Andy Robertson, but I'm pretty sure that if you listen to Jürgen Klopp, he'll just say it is some terrible loser who they shouldn't be expected to have to suffer being on the pitch but that, that is a it genuine James Milner.
1: yeah I'd uh, like to see Rafinha giving James Milner the run around think that could be entertaining I like James Milner a great deal would that
2: not uh, be a, a disrespect on Rafinha's part uh, yep but it would be nice
3: I mean you saw the way he went after Ben White what's he going to do with hmm. James Milner I'm not sure I could handle that I can. I didn't mind him squaring up to Ben White because you know Ben White's ancient history whereas a present Leeds United presence like James Milner I wouldn't like to see them argue
1: what are the are the percentage odds of a victory in this because I, I think that's I probably reflect whatever the odds are my own mental state about this one in that there is a chance that we could sneak something but it'll be a massive outside chance and everything is weighted massively in their favour because of well for all the reasons we understand and know about so you know expect the
2: worst hope for the best according to the odds there is an 85% chance Liverpool will win this right <laughs> what's the chance of the draw uh, 9% which leaves us 5% that's about what I feel well there the, are the, the rounding of percentages going on there right, so yeah, yeah. that might add up to 100 but yes um, slim our chances
1: <laughs> that's a that's how about I feel. but you know a 1 in 20 shot <laughs> feels quite good at the minute
2: mm. I still won't be putting money on it no I think I was burned after I put um a pound on us <laughs> when we went a goal behind at Man City and that didn't um, oh. didn't quite pan out. So maybe I'll wait until we're f- like four or five down, and then then put some money on.
1: Just need to get through this one, don't we?
3: Really?
2: Yeah, just get it out of the way. I kind of want this played. This is why I almost don't want the COVID break for this mm. one. I just want it. I just want this game out of the way.
3: We have our best chance with Van Dyke and Robertson being out. That mm. does do something for our chances in the game. And then yeah, just get it played. And uh, it may be the last. On.
2: The last game played with a crowd as well, if the post Christmas circuit breakers are uh, to be believed. For we two we weeks. were better without crowds, but although ridiculously, there, there's going to be like fifty thousand people at this game, and then the next, and then come the next day, you're not allowed to have like your gran in your house, <laughs> which which seems a little bit odd as rules go. It's like yeah, that yesterday was fine. Well, if you're today, not today, you're not even allowed a friend. If you're round. not
1: allowed your gran round your house, you can come round to mine if you want.
2: <laughs> not allowed either. Is that not not allowed, allowed? allowed either? Bloody no. like hell! Fire. No, you can't do anything these days, can you? <laughs>
1: Or predicting a home win, I think, fair to say. But I'm you, not. You never know. Go on. I
3: think go on. Leeds will win.
2: <laughs> Who scores? joffy Uh
3: yeah. It, it won't be a hat trick, but I think it will be It'll be a hat trick. I mean, Three two, Joffy hat trick. The
2: chance we have on this, Alisson's gonna be in net for them, and we've already seen him enjoying a glass of red wine on the plane, haven't we? When he was flying back with Rafinha, that mm. picture. I think Alisson, as a goalkeeper, he looks like a man who'd go for it on Christmas Day. I reckon he'll have a He'll have a, he'll have a good feed. He'll be into the celebrations. A couple of bottles of red, some pot, Bailey's. He's got carried away with the pigs in blankets. He'll be like, "Ah, oh, it's only Leeds. We're at home. Mm. We're at home."
1: So complacency is going to cost
2: him? Yeah, and then he'll be all he'll be all. Um, Are you trying to talk me into this? He'll, or look, you? he'll look like late era Kevin Pressman when he turns up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't do that in a day, can you? Truthfully, that's that's. I more, mean, that sounds that's, like a challenge to me. That's years of work. Is <laughs> Kevin Pressman fatness? But. I mean, that's our chance.
1: A huge thank you to Levi Solicitors for their continued support with the podcast in 2021. This is the last weekly show of the year, doing all the other stuff, of course, as we mentioned a little bit earlier on, but we're really grateful for their support. If you do need legal services, get that 10% discount on your legal fees from going through us, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Housing market, Kicks into life, doesn't it? Start of the year, January and all that. You're going to be moving anytime soon, Michael? Probably not. No? But if I was... Do you know you, what you do, yeah? <laughs> get, who are you going to call? It's not Ghostbusters, is it? It is not. I'd be getting 10, my 10% off. Loves a discount, does that boy. And you can take advantage of it too, yeah. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the Square Ball. ...of the weekly show where we anoint somebody good, somebody bad... uh, ...from the last seven days of Leeds United action. First is the Ken Bates Villain of the Week award. Uh, Nominations please, and some of these have come from our TSB Plus subscribers. We ask them to send us feedback uh, each and every week for these nominations. And of course we can add our own into the mix too. So who have we got first?
2: Me and you. Right, fine. (laughs) Bit harsh, but um, yeah... But Cy nineteen nineteen nominates me in particular for turning on Bielsa so Yeah, one. I mean,
1: I'm fine with t- that's fine. Bad,
2: yeah. um, a quite embarrassing defeat it caused me an ungrateful follicle challenge prick. Um, I'm sure you two are gonna are gonna stand up for me here.
3: Yeah. Anything to say? Not really. You were having a proper cry about the city game, <laughs> <laughs> as if nobody'd ever lost seven nil when Southampton yeah. had lost nine nil to Leicester two seasons running. I'd have complained if I was a Southampton fan then. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't have said it has never happened. You would just have said we are now one of the teams that it has happened to, because <laughs> you, you were implying that this never happens in the Premier League. It happens no. in the Premier League all the time.
2: Well, it doesn't happen that often.
3: Very often it, it happens enough that it's not that unusual.
2: Fair enough, and I am I'm not ungrateful. But I am—I am, I am four little challenged and a prick, so <laughs> yeah. I'll accept two of the two it's out of three. Two of the three. What's bad. This,
3: this ghost of Christmas past
1: person who was mentioned in the propaganda show as well, suggesting we should refresh our perspective. Yeah. No, because if we all agreed on absolutely <laughs> everything, it'd be not life would be no
2: fun, would it? And I, and I suppose as well, if we all said everything was great, there'd have been people in the feedback saying it's not great. You're a set of deluded dickheads. Well, which, yeah, which I mean, we do it,
3: get. It will be a. <laughs> it won't be long before. Putting me back under the COVID blanket to be, uh, see how optimistic I feel. Then will be um, coming along. Let's but criticize some. Fine, let's
2: criticize it? some things we can all agree on. eh? Yes. Like referees and VAR. Yeah, Fine. Loads of people: Ken Taylor, uh, Ad Sham, Graham Slip, Aiden. Loads of people. i just saying basically it's bollocks, isn't it? It's shit. The Jaka thing. The fact that he was completely overlooked. All the decisions that have gone against us in the past past few weeks.
3: Jaka can. Do what he wants. Correct. <laughs> Very good. Ain't
2: nobody else
3: do. <laughs> Gonna any, send him off.
1: Anything else? Yeah. Uh, Premier League getting some stick as well for um, forcing us to watch leads instead of spending mm. quality time with the people that they that they love. Uh, Scrooge McHutch, who's sent that one in.
3: Yeah, I mean, they have seemed to just dodge coming up with any sort of solution to anything that's happening at the moment. I think the um, we carry on and just get the fixtures played. Just proved to be a complete non decision when you looked at how many fixtures were not played, and there's been no leadership. And it's probably, um, we mentioned it in the earlier episode as well about the, the the poor rates of vaccination at various clubs. And when you try and work it out, because we know that Leeds are 100%, Liverpool are about 100%, I think Brentford about 100%. So then if the average is it's around 70% in the Premier League as a whole, in some clubs, must that be really low? if our saintly team are dragging the uh, the average up, what's going on at some of these other teams? And that is something that you can put at the Premier League's door, especially when you compare it to other leagues in other countries who all have uh, rates in the 95% and upwards. Where is the leadership on this to say, this is something that the game needs to do to get the games played and how it's got to this point where so many players are not vaccinated and unavailable to play and that's just one of many reasons to uh, have a go at them but this particular it's not just about not taking decisions about the fixtures this week it's everything that's that's led up to this point which just seems like a big avoiding the issue and hoping it just goes away.
1: And talking of avoiding the issue we have found that lashing out at other people um, is the way forward Mm -hmm. under these circumstances when we're struggling with our football team is just to attack other ones so let's have a go at Jurgen Klopp and other Premier League managers trying to get a, a, a winter break and moaning incessantly
2: when we just bloody well get on with it. Lean the cheese, yeah, calls out Klops Then a lot of shit comes out of that man's awkwardly aligned mouth. <laughs> okay. It is, it is a, he has got a strange sort of, I think it's because his, his teeth are a bit big for his head, well, I, well, think.
1: I think. Well, I think he had his teeth done, didn't he? Yeah. So
2: um, he's kind of just getting used to it. They put the wrong size in. <laughs> That's all I can gather.
1: Uh, I'm sure we'll hear more from him in the, uh, the next week or so as well, depending on what mm-hmm. happens on on Boxing Day, who else have we got then? Shaka obviously gets plenty of nominations for uh, for his naughtiness towards Rafinha.
3: I know i I still can see why it was a yellow card if it was going to be anything. As I was saying on the match ball, but then when I watched the replays in more detail, there's a real it's a real vicious little nasty, nasty little yeah. thing, it, and it doesn't have the. Because like the Harry Kane one and the, the Robertson one, it's kind of, it's the force and the power and it's the jumping off the ground and doing it. There's there's none of that in it. And that's why you can kind of, you can sort of, if you'd been booked for it, you'd probably say, fair enough. But there's just, there's enough maliciousness in it to go, actually, you're being a right horrible little twat. Get it's proper, off the pitch. It's a
2: proper cheap shot. It's, yeah. it's punching someone in the back of the head is what this is. It's not a hard man thing to do. It's a sneaky little prick of a thing to do. Like when Sergio
3: <laughs> Canos uh, headbutted Jani Alowski in the back as well it's mm. a horrible little sneaky thing that we'll never forgive him for either <laughs> Tom H. we do not forget
2: Tom H says that he thinks he's the king of shithousing but he's just a massive character um, and I hope he gets food poisoning on Christmas Eve seems um, fair why wait till Christmas Eve uh, some uh, nominations for Leeds as well only the one actually
1: from Neil Warnock as a character uh, I was starting 11 every week for passing the ball to the opposition so much
2: every game
3: Yeah, yeah they could stop that it would probably um, reduce the number of goals we concede, certainly the number of chances. So I think probably the best idea anybody associated with the name Neil Warnock has had to do with football ever. So well played. Thank you.
1: Ramsdale's got himself some nominations as well for being a bit of a cheeky so so
2: I mean, Luke, I think, has got deeper issues with, with Aaron's because he says uh, people throwing coins at Aaron Ramsdale, this is, must have given him about 45 quid by the end of its mug break. He can fuck off too. It can all fuck off. Aaron, find me one character called Aaron who isn't a bell end and I'll take it all back, but fuck off, Aaron. So, if you are an Aaron listening to
1: this and want to put forward your case, for, Aaron Lennon, he's fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just get in touch. Let us know if you're an Aaron and or an Aaron. Yep, yeah, defend yourself. Depending on how you want to say it, depending
3: on how pretentious you are.
2: What do, you, what do we reckon <laughs> to Ramsdale doing that thing? He's
3: a knobhead.
2: Do you think?
3: Yeah. It came down to um, what I was saying about the way they celebrated that game in general, even all the goals was just way over the top for the context of the, the fixture, no kind of humility, no decorum, no nothing, particularly the, the full time stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't mind Ramsdale's antics when he played against Leicester. I think that highlighted on here that he was looked quite entertainingly off his head, <laughs> but, um, seeing it in the stadium in real time, just, just, is he cheapening himself? Do you
2: think he's trying to impress his new friends? It struck yeah, me... Arsenal. Yeah, it strikes me a bit of that. Like, There's a oh, bit of that
1: with Ben White as well, you know. Like, trying mm-hmm. to show off in front of his new pals with his expensive move. And
3: his good tackle and go at Yeah.
2: And his lovely tracksuit. Why were they... Uh, they're not nominated on Adidas, but they should be, because Arsenal came out in really nice retro tracksuits.
3: Yeah. Why can't we have some? We came out in sackcloth, didn't we? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we might as well have been in Macron with for how shit we look compared... Three to stripes down our shoulder... Of burlap sack.
3: The the thing with Ramsdale is it will um it rebound on him eventually because making yourself a character at a club like Arsenal is fine while Arsenal are winning. Mm-hmm. But when he makes a mistake, we know that there will be eighteen videos on AfTV <laughs> about putting him in jail. He's too
2: busy looking round the back winding the crowd up.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: all that. Uh, have you got anything any defence for Aaron Wambisaka Plays for your beloved United, of course.
3: The the finest of the. The, the Arons uh, our ones. uh no okay fine
1: uh, some of the other nominations then Souness, uh gets some nominations for his punditry uh, around the football uh, Arteta described by Philip as being sub-clop his uh, sub-clop histrionics on the touchline I am now praying for a late
3: season implosion at the Emirates seems fine he's uh, right he was jumping around in his tight silly trousers about yellow cards and all sorts through that second half And sit down um, sit down well, yeah, this is it. The game was in the bag. I keep saying this. Just sit down and watch it. <laughs> Can't argue. Can't argue. Um, can and I ca- also, there is right. There is a serious part because I was thinking this during the game and this reminded me. Bielsa generally sits and watches what happens and will make tactical tweaks. So say, right, you need to go and do more of this. Whereas Arteta has got that thing of standing on the touchline and as the ball is going towards his right back saying, Move a bit more that way. No, move a bit more that way. Well, the ball's coming there. Go over there. It's like, fucking leave them alone. They're professional footballers. You've had them all week. And if they don't know that when a ball is coming over the top, well, get the ball. Just, shh. And it's...
2: He's just seen Guardiola do it and he's trying to copy.
3: But even Guardiola <laughs> doesn't do it to that extent. You will see sometimes. He'll just sit there and he'll watch. But then sometimes he'll come and go, oh, you need to pass to him more often. It's not, I've
1: never seen. (laughs) I love how how niche this grievance is. Too many hand
3: movements. Guardiola, if the ball is rolling towards Kevin De Bruyne, he's not saying, pass it to the wing, put (laughs) put it over there, beat that player. Oh, you need to run back, run back. They've got the ball now, run back. They know to do this stuff. And it speaks to um, either a lack of trust in his players or (laughs) um, deep neuroses that he can't Uh. just leave them alone or just imposter syndrome that he needs to be seen to be doing stuff. Whereas the beauty of Biel is it's like, well, I've been training them for three and a half years. You know what they're doing. Back to the punditry. Kelly Cates gets a
1: nomination from Rothwell Psy uh, for putting down Jermaine Beckford in the studio because he referred to Gellhart as Joffy, and uh, she had to correct him so people understood who the, who he was referring to and he stared at the ground completely disconsolate <gasps> like like a naughty schoolboy. but I, I really like Kelly Cates as a presenter I, I think she's um, a good example So, I
2: do call him Joffrey <laughs> that's his
1: name Um who <laughs> fa- sure his mum calls him Arsenal fans get a mention as well for the chant you know they did Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe like rocking all over the world by status quo I think all our chants about Saka were absolutely fine mm. Uh, Rob Price strangely gets some nominations uh, as well and we're getting into proper existential good versus evil I guess it is Heroes and Villains and isn't it properly good and proper this Zach specifically wants to nominate Rob Price for offering up every Leeds player to the devil in return for foreshore returning to fitness like making a sacrifice I think that's that's seems legit, legit Yeah, I
2: mean, and, it was fine when it was just Chelsea low knees but when it's our own players come yeah, on they belong to us have yeah. some decency
3: Foresure has looked good though he has. So you can't say it's not been completely. What well, well, when he was it. gifting Arsenal a goal the other day? <laughs> they knocked him over, big bullies. <laughs> and um, Joe,
1: on the flip side of this, is nominating God and to suggest if God does exist, he's obviously a leads-hating bastard.
2: Yeah. So well, I mean, are we are we going with the is God thing though? Because that's that's confused I, us. I, I don't
1: think that sits well with Bielsa himself because I know that no. he's a bit. He's think, a religious man, is not yeah, he? Yeah, like you know the Bielsa, uh, the Redeemer, mm. arms out thing. I think I don't think he like he probably likes that.
3: Well, he took the time on the night that we were um, promoted to correct that one fan who was outside his house and said, everybody's, well done, Marcelo, well done. And went, you are God. And you got no, 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 <laughs> no. I am not God. But I don't know. I, I think it's maybe more just modesty rather than in a, a religious thing. Right, go on then. Pick a Ken, uh, Ken Bates Villain of the Week Award winner. Or is it loser? Uh, no, it's a winner because it's the best thing that will ever happen to them in their life. I'm tempted by Andre Mariner because I feel like every time he referees a Leeds United game, I end up trying to think of some kind of boat reference because he's... (laughs) all I think about. Because he's done something and we have to talk about him and yeah. You see,
1: to my mind, is this the same for you, Moscow? I immediately visualise a man in a full sailor's outfit when I think of Andre Mariner. I'd
3: I'd think more of him if he was dressed as a a sailor. But unfortunately, he doesn't referee games. He wears the standard referees kit I think maybe he should be forced to
2: what sort of a sailor outfit are you going for
3: Like one with the bell bottoms stripy t-shirt little hat
2: little hat
3: and a a cravat
2: okay Uh, that would look that would look very natty
3: Uh, one fifth of the village people basically yeah yeah if
2: if you keep referees games like that in future
3: maybe I mean we have had a lot of debate lately about whether refereeing standards need to be improved and whether we need to just sweep a lot of them out bring in the village people instead oh, I mean we could dress Mike Dean up as a a biker He, I think he'd probably he'd be too into it I think we need to get rid of them all get the village people in instead and let them sort it out
1: Uh, are we prepared to go along with that then Andre Mariner and VAR
2: yeah by weight of nominations I think he um, he gets it and in a week when we've been absolutely abysmal it's good to blame other people yeah. we've established. it's yeah. either
3: him or Leeds United <laughs> in uh, either entirety give a Cody or... drama
2: <laughs> blame a child why not
1: yeah let's externalise the blame it's the only way to cope isn't it under the circumstances what about
3: uh, Somerville couldn't even play <laughs> half a game couldn't he uh,
1: let's do the Gitano Baradi Hero of the Week award with nominations per Leeds he also gets several um... can we really I know, well, I know he is our messiah up to a point Not that he would agree but Kit, Kit just, we've conceded 13 goals in a week.
2: Kit does have a point that he's generated <laughs> togetherness of the fans and players, and that is true. I don't remember support like this before.
1: Yeah, you're right, actually,
2: yeah. So, yeah. to have done that...
1: As a unifying force, then.
2: Yeah, I think so. And and also making the point, 100% the person we want in charge, and I do agree with that. I think if we change manager now, it would be far riskier than sticking with Bielsa.
3: When people like Javier Akbonglohor say they don't understand How Leeds fans can still be singing his name and supporting the team, given what's happening. I think that just speaks to how special Bielsa has been here and continues to be here. That he can generate the kind of support that the players say will help.
1: I just want him to be happy. I want us to be happy. I want us all to be happy together. It doesn't feel like we're very happy this season.
3: No, but then that's the price of happiness, isn't it? Well,
2: then it ends... (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, yeah, well, we had three good good years and now we've got to pay the price for it. And Oh, um,
2: oh, oh you, the, the other way of happiness is that it continues, but you don't appreciate it. Like Man City fans who are 7-0 up and just going, Go on. I'm just going to fed up with this.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Shit the, this. The the bright lights of East Manchester calling to them outside that stadium. But it is a special thing that he's managed to generate and a useful thing as well. And it's not a something that can be treated lightly oh they're just singing songs nah it's 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 a bit more than that and um, it will help
1: as will the crowd crowd getting a lot of love Gouldie Adsham Jelly Nathan Dave Aiden, East Lower Paul Philip Jerry Muck uh,
2: and Rothwell Psy Jerry Muck do we have a a suffix for the Muck or is it just Jerry Muck <laughs> it's Jerry, Jerry Muck no me I think but he's just put um, Jerry Muck well, on, on, on his form that's what he puts on it so
3: and that's the other side of the Bielsa thing of where people like Gabby the hook can keep the nose out is because he might not get it, but the Leeds fans do, and that's why all the Leeds fans are better people than Gabby Agbonglaho. Just
1: scroll down and see the
3: nominations for Joffy in the top one. Yeah, has maybe... really, really
1: tickled me. Can we
3: describe him in, as a as a mini wizard rat? We'll uh, we'll never let a Scouser forget where they're from, will we? That's, that's from Luke.
2: He would he would fit in nicely as a little wizard cartoon character. But a rat, <laughs> yeah. He's
3: an anthropomorphized rat.
2: <laughs> yeah, a nice one.
3: Yeah, rats are cute. Oh uh, dear, mate. Exactly. <laughs> it's not their fault. They get a bad rep. Luke is specifically nominating him for his chest passes, and yep. he is very good at those. He's good at lots of things. He's got a nice barrel
1: chest, though, as Joffy hasn't he? So he's got he's very very well equipped in the chest department.
3: Even um, the the two penalties that he's won, just this dribbling in the penalty area stuff. Good. Mm. I'm in favour of it. It works well and um, hopefully, I mean, we were saying before, this is kind of an odd season for him because we really, really need Pat Bamford back and scoring goals in that position. But knowing we've seen enough now of Gerhardt in this period, this season, and if he comes on as a, um, a sub for Bamford later in the year, that in the future, he is going to be incredible. So we don't need to worry about him too much now. We we know what we're getting there and he's an absolutely <laughs> perfect alternative to Bamford and can play the rest of the season that way. And then um, end of the season. See you, Pat. And uh, Joffy's here now. Tom's nomination for Gelhart really tickled me. He also wants to
1: give a nod in the direction of Somerville as well. But he says, I can't wait to see Joffy diving into more challenges and being sent off in our crucial game against Brentford to avoid relegation ending Canos' career in the process which will be worth it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good that we you do build these stories in your head, don't you? Of things yeah. that haven't, that aren't anywhere near to happen and you think, oh, that's, that's bound to happen.
3: <laughs> well, there is, I mean, I suppose that's maybe the flip side of where you do remember as a kid because you could see that tackle coming a mile off the one he got booked for. Was, you knew it was going to happen. And um, yeah, youthful exuberance will um, make him properly miserable and he'll stop doing any of that kind of stuff.
2: I do wonder if he'd have been sent off for that, but VAR and is it, the refs here might have gone... Probably can't send him off for that, given what you've just completely mm. let go. Maybe just a yellow will do in this one. But no, he's, he has been great. And I'm, in a way, if the injuries have done anything, I'm glad that it's given him a chance in the team so he can prove to Bielsa that he can do it. Because I think Bielsa has been a bit hesitant to use him, I think, when we've had other senior players on the bench. so And we've just moved Stuart Dallas around somewhere. So being able to just go, right, a striker off, a striker on, it is takes, a nice option to have.
3: It takes time, doesn't it? Because you saw him at Fulham, when he played his first first team match and he didn't do anything. He didn't play very well and he didn't look great. But you need to get over that hurdle and then the next game. Same with Charlie Creswell when he had his first game in the League Cup last season and he looked like a walking disaster. Get over that and then get in the next one. Time has to take place for these things to work out. Um, It's all very well lobbing a goalkeeper from the halfway line in the under-23s. You've got to do stuff at the top level and you can't expect it to happen in the first game. So Bielsa's kind of caution isn't foolish, just got to bring him in this way. And it's probably the perfect um, example of how you bring a player in. Carabao Cup, a couple of sub appearances, start and then get him out again because we need Bamford back.
1: Uh, Robin Cott gets a nomination for making it through 90 minutes, uh, which to be fair, given our injury record and the number of times we've seen players break down, and his injury record. Yeah, coming straight back after injuries. Fair play to him. Um, it was Cy who nominated Robin Cock. Uh, Mark Jackson nominated by a fellow Mark, Mark Worthington, for providing us with enough place to get a team out. Uh, uh, Melier gets some nominations as well. Johnny, Jerry Pete, uh, Pascal's Colliding Bones, Philip, West
2: End Ralph, Toby Lerone. Met West End Ralph. He's a good lad, isn't he? He was young. <laughs> I fully expected a West End man to be in his 50s. But yeah, he came and said and I was like, oh think you're younger than me well yeah, he's definitely younger than me I forget how, how old I am sometimes uh, but yeah
3: uh, surprising uh, yes he's 40 isn't he <laughs> <laughs> a mere
1: slip of a lad at 40 and uh, yeah and the nominations for him despite conceding all the goals uh, not really to blame for any of them we don't think I mean I'm not totted through all 14 of them but he did keep it would keep probably score be down,
2: churlish yeah. to go oh he was a bit but actually his the, footwork wasn't quite right I know, there. the Mason Mount one at Chelsea was out of yeah. position well, and Shit, also,
3: bastard that pass to Stewart <laughs> Dallas wasn't the the friendliest in the world, but he is player of the season.
2: Probably is. makes He makes incredibly good saves in every single game. Like in the, the first half against Arsenal, could easily have been five or six if we'd have had. Yeah. Imagine Kiko Kassir in that goal <laughs> and um, rather than in the West Stand as he was.
1: Imagine that um, athletic article that we were talking about, I think, in propaganda earlier on, did say that he's conceded the most shots on target of any keeper. Or he's faced, not conceded, he's uh, faced the most shots on target of any keeper in the Premier League this season. So He's being kept busy for his money. Let's put it that way.
3: Yeah. Why would he want to go to Paris Saint-Germain under these circumstances? Play at a team where you'd be used, warm, and appreciated, and busy. Yeah, he doesn't. Any, anywhere else, he'd just be standing watching, wouldn't we're, he? He feels a full part. gets a proper ninety-minute workout.
2: We're helping to boost his reputation. If if he plays in net for Man City at the moment, the France manager comes along to watch him.
3: Doesn't see him do anything, does he? I don't know. He
2: it took some alright goal kicks. <laughs> what he meant to do? This you can see you can see every couple of minutes that he's making great saves. <laughs> the poor thing. It's a great development opportunity for him. Who's your hero of the week? I mean, Moscow got one. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, for beating COVID. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> uh, who is it? Feels like the crowd. <sighs> but, but then are we sort of giving it to
3: ourselves? That feels a bit smug. All right, the crowd, except for us three. How about <laughs> okay. That? Yeah, I'm happy with that because yeah. I didn't sing a, a single note. I wasn't, um, well, I didn't even go to some of the games and then I was fully press boxed out of the uh, the Arsenal one. So I don't know if you... Yeah, a... I
1: think we can give it to the crowd but remove ourselves from that because it feels self-indulgent because the crowd like yeah. carrying the whole thing at the minute you Certainly know, not at, at a time to, when uh, we're needed.
2: Carrying the whole thing to a bin.
3: Certainly not going to uh, retweet any videos of myself singing in the cop, for example, just to prove what a great... I uh, yeah, your, your head it was, was caught,
2: caught on camera, wasn't it your head? Someone pointed me out, yeah. It's like... I feel like I felt like I needed to do it because loads of people were having to go at me for slagging the team off, and I was like, "It's not the same." I don't do it. I'm just very negative. I just don't need. I just don't tell them that. So Leeds fans getting here over
3: the week then the crowd under if- extreme pressure as well. I think. I mean, what you said then is probably a good example. We would have every excuse to be livid about the way this week has gone, but to um not be able even to hear the final whistle against Arsenal because so many people were singing about loving Leeds is great.
2: And it's really wound up loads of people as well.
3: Yep. So the the perfect week, really. I don't think the last seven to 10 days could have gone any better (laughs) from Leeds United's point of view. I mean, we laugh about that,
1: that we, we have avoided speaking about the racism incident as well. And that's been very deliberate because it's in the court system. So we can't comment on it as well, which is why we're not going to be passing judgment either good, bad or anything else in between right now. Because it's Leave not it to the jury. Exactly. I mean,
2: if we're going to nominate someone as a nothing. hero, Rob Holding is the person who brought it to the fourth official's attention. So I guess, well done to him. But
3: then nominating me as a villain for looking so much like burnt Leno that I didn't realise who it was. <laughs> I misidentified um, who was responsible at that point. It was just—it was a tall, older Arsenal player with blonde hair, and so I was guessed. I thought he was wearing gloves, but right, I don't know. Uh, listen, you're um, now googling to see whether Rob Holding and Bert Leno even look alike, <laughs> aren't you? Uh, I am. I right. can't. I, as far as I'm concerned, Bert Leno is a taller Jay Leno. I'm also just checking Rob
2: Holding's age. He's 26,
3: and that's not old, but older than. I mean, Arsenal have that's quite young. a young team, don't they? Like uh, that Martinelli it. fool, who should be nominated as a villain, is a a baby. Ben White's forever young. Aaron Ramsdale's basically a twelve-year-old in a, a, his dad's goalie kit, isn't he? So
2: okay, Rob, you've convinced me. Rob Holding's old,
3: and does he look like leno Lano?
2: Um, if anyone, if anyone, he looked like
3: it's Google Images are at your fingertips.
1: Does anyone need to hear Michael Google Images searching <laughs> somebody, or should we just wrap it up? They're,
3: they're both they're both sort of tall blonde men, aren't there they? There you go. You see, anybody would make the same mistake. Great, excellent. Thanks
1: for that we'll wrap it up there then have a Merry Christmas as well um, show we'll be taking a break next week we'll of course be doing the match balls and propaganda as well no uh, break
3: at all in but,
1: but no no weekly show because well too many games too close together quite frankly and it's yeah, Christmas the news to...
3: might be immediately out of date if we tried to do a news show So we'll yeah. never countenance that
1: but we will be back across the uh, the holidays as they call it these days and uh, we'll
2: speak to you then
3: celebrating our victorious win over Liverpool exactly. have a nice Christmas